You are listening to the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. All right, here we go. Uh, a brand new hour has begun. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here and ready to unpack another one. Kickoff hour is behind us. If you are not aware of the kickoff hour, uh, it's on all of our Rick and Bubba platforms. Uh, the Rick and Bubba radio network, most stations carry that. The TuneIn app, the podcast archives, uh, the YouTube channel, uh, iHeartRadio, uh, I mean, apparently, according to our new listeners in Belgium, we're also on something called Radio Garden. Uh, so anyway, there's all kinds of ways to get the show now, either live or on your time, and all of our different archive uh, options that are out there. Wednesday Bible study returns today, live at noon on the YouTube channel. It'll be archived soon after it uh, and be available on our YouTube and podcast channels. Look right there. There you see it. It's the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kings English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! Hey, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Welcome in to the little party we call Rick and Bubba. Been doing it a while now. Yeah, we have. 28 and a half, baby. <laughs> I have fun when I get here. When that alarm goes off, I don't. <laughs> Let's go. We're going to start a uh, fire mode. Betty had to kick me to wake me up this morning. What do you want? What do you want? I want rock and roll. Yes, I do. Def Leppard. Do you know they are on the road again? Oh, the big tour. And packing stadiums. It's oh, them, that's awesome. Motley Crue, Poison, and Joan Jett and the Blackhawks. <laughs> that's a bill right there from the 80s. How do you get that many groups into one show, though? I mean, the time. It's a long day. The time. Planning. They start real early. Planning. Yeah. And uh, Joan comes out in daylight every time. Yeah. And then you got the Motley Crue and Def Leppard flop on who's the headliner. On who plays first, and then you know, I'd, like, every if, other if, night they flop. Now, Poison's always in the. Third. Are they in outside venues or inside stadiums? Stadiums. Matter of fact, oh, I what saw about stadiums. dome stadiums with air conditioning? I don't know, but you know, I don't know if I want to go out now. I haven't right seen. Now. I, you know, the Def Leppard puts out this behind the scenes thing. It's pretty cool to watch, and and I know like the first ten shows, Joe Elliott said it's rained at every show. Yeah, oh really? Well, it was the thing I noticed too. I guess you know how now Instagram, if you're. Look at anything, it starts saying, hey, what about this? What about this? So I saw their ongoing, and looking at the crowds, they're packing the stadiums. That yeah. lineup is. You know, they've you, been trying to do this tour for two years. The yeah. pandemic hit the first year. They, they kept trying to do it, and they kept having to put it off, but it seems to be doing well. Have you seen them live? Uh, ever? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They sound I've like seen the, them twice. They sound like the recording. Yeah, they sound good. 
Now you know they're getting they're like everybody else again a little older. Sure. <clears throat> yeah, I, I have not heard you know how but the music and they they sing back. See, I'm really one good. of those crazy, and I know y'all I know y'all are on a different level music wise, but I, I'm one of those that I want the the live performance to sound like what I heard on the radio. Absolutely, yeah, sure. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, sometimes they want to you know artsy fartsy. I know. I, I'm with you. Not add instruments like that weren't in. Oh it. yeah. yeah. I don't just like do that. it. Just to completely arrange Absolutely. it differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want it to sound like that. Yeah. Well, Def Leppard's one of those kind. Now, back when we saw them in their prime, I saw them twice on Pyromania and Hysteria. So and were they? They did sound. They sounded fantastic. Yeah. But what I'm wondering now with Joe Elliott and and having to sing, he struggles a little bit. The, Nothing bad. I mean, it's still acceptable, but it's not. I mean, it's not. But I their mean, background and the the music sounds yeah. exactly right. Oh yeah, and yeah. they and they're all live, yeah. live. And he's not awful. But I'm just, I don't think he's what he once was. Right. Well, that yeah. that was the thing when I've seen some of them that I really enjoyed. Is they did Foreigner was one of them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I saw that too. Uh, and look, when you you have to put the lead singer with an oxygen tube around him so uh, he can hey, sing. I mean, that's, that's usually a, whatever it takes. You know, you know what? How about this? I appreciate your effort, sir. <laughs> you know, that's that? an obstacle. <laughs> hey, thank you for giving us your all. And the fact you have to, I've never. That's the first time that I didn't go to that one, but I saw them when they were in their prime. But uh, when they were on, you know, that was yesterday, and y'all want to know what love is. Mm-hmm. But anyway, when you saw them, you know, I don't think in the history of all the bands that keep hanging on, I still think your experience is one I've never heard of, and that is, didn't they get to the point where they actually had a backup lead singer, and yeah. he would only sing some of the songs, yes. yeah, and then he would go off, and the other guy come out, and, and yes, and, and, I think during that show, they did. <laughs> but now, I think the, I I've think never the, heard of that. I think the backup sung one or two, and then you know they brought him out like out the, the, the feature uh, singer, and he he literally has an oxygen See, tank and the tube around yeah. his, 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 and I thought. Hey, you talking about giving it all? Won't thank, be you, there, you know? thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I've never heard of a backup lead singer. I haven't either. Right? I mean, like in the show, the bullpen. Yeah, <laughs> you, got, you get two singers. And, and then Journey had to sing a lot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now that I finally seen. landed on one and kept him. Yeah, yeah they, they went through what a couple. Mm-hmm. I, I had no idea that the Philippines had so many good sound alike singers. I didn't either. I mean, that's where everybody goes. They sing or sing alike, isn't that what they call? They got a new record out with you know all new material and everything with the new. Yeah. Any count? I hadn't really heard any. Rick, it sounds exactly like Understood. That. I mean, the good songs is what I'm asking. <laughs> but how about he? I mean, he's, I think he's been with them about 15 years. I didn't yeah. seem like That's that. really weird. It, Do you think there's a point? He's been with them longer than Steve Perry was, right? Yeah. It's going to end up. Yeah. Can I tell you what's interesting, though? I noticed looking at the current lineup of, of Def Leppard, though, what I have noticed is. It's at least the, hon- the long-haired ones have just let their hair get gray. They, they don't, yeah. tell, they don't yeah. even tell her. It's just gray long hair. And this, now, this is what's rare. There's something, gray long hair looks strange. I, short gray hair, is, is, right. I think we see that more. But sure. I, what, why is that? What, I, well, it's just kind of a you know, almost like a yeah. like a wizard look or it's something. It's got a witch yeah. or wizard yeah. feel yeah. to it, doesn't it? And the difference in this. Cause no we, offense. In, in Foreigner Falls under this category, bands that actually have no original members in it. Right. This whole tour, every band on its original members yeah, it except Def Leppard, because the only reason they're not because one guy died. But right. everybody else out of all three of the headliners are original members. Wow. Yeah, but even with Def Leppard, Vivian Campbell's been with them a, oh, a long time. Nearly now. 20 years, I think. Yeah. Do you, uh, you ever see Joan Jett? Oh, yeah. I, well, I saw her at Jack State, I think. Bubba saw, saw her on open Letterman. For I saw her, I think, twice I've seen Joan Jett. I saw her One time was Arizona. on the Letterman show, yeah. I saw her, I think, the first other time you saw her at Jacksonville State. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, got to meet her and all that. So I saw her at Jacksonville State, and then I saw her. Aerosmith. Aerosmith, yeah, yeah. We'll come back. All right, we come back. And, Bubba, you may have got the same email, too, and I've gotten this one before. 
and I wanted to address it with you and Adler. <clears throat> and uh, by the way, okay, so people were like, I thought you were going to play the uh, the Pakistani band today. I was I, that was a joke. I, yeah. I, I wasn't really going to do that. <laughs> no. But we've got the national anthem controversy. Yeah, we got to figure yeah. out. Yeah. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Um, so apparently, and this time it's come from Ashley, and there's an and, and she's asking, is this an optical illusion? And I would say yes. Uh, she says, hey, guys, love, love, love. We got three, three loves, the show. I have a question. Why is the logo behind Rick in the studio not level? And I get this email uh, a few times uh, a yeah. month. Yeah. And uh, I assume this is an optical illusion since the, the wall uh, it is hanging on and is at an angle. Is this correct, or did Rick hang the logo without knowing how to use a level? Uh, that's a that's a legitimate concern, but uh, but no. Of all the things, uh, me me being assigned to hang things that never happens. No no one in here is that foolish. Uh, so it is an optical illusion. Yeah, it, right? it, it, it is. Yeah. The wall behind you is not flush with you. It's not uh, parallel. Right. It it rolls off at an angle. So. Right. Uh, for it to be level on the wall, it does look like a slight angle to you based on the camera angle yeah. that is shooting you. Yeah. So see it, that that is actually straight, right. believe it or not. Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> but so to answer her question, Rod Adler and, and, and all the others that send it to me periodically, yeah. uh, there are certain camera shots. It looks crooked, but it is an optical illusion. Yeah. the The room is square, but we're not sitting uh, square with the wall behind us. We're we're right. kind of on an arc, so it's right. uh, a, a little bit of a. Uh, confusion, but yeah, it's just optical illusion. That's all. So yeah, I, and I know. Things, I thought it was going to be about <laughs> your shirt. Uh, no, no, the shirt has run its course. It's been uh, torn apart, shredded, <laughs> made fun yeah, of. Don't even, don't I, even, I like no, that you, shirt. You, you talking about the disco yeah. ball? Yeah. I, I, and I'm at the point now. I got up today and I looked, and uh, and it was. It, I hit that every now and then. Uh, Sherry really is. It seems like even though there's only two of us at the house now, something hasn't changed. It still seems that Sherry's washing clothes. Every single day, it's like it never oh, stops. I know. I know. Uh, but but anyway, so I, I didn't uh, even I, in an empty nest. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's weird, and I don't even know how we, the two of us are accumulating that kind of clothing. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, well, so summer you have to change about three times. That's, a day, no, yeah. that is true. Um, by the way, thought I was I, I was I got myself in a little bit of a bind yesterday. I'm trying to do better. Way too hot out there, Rick. Uh, oh, did you really? Hey, you 57. Walk it back. Oh no, really? <laughs> hey, it's been a long time since like I came in and Sherry said, "Are you okay?" And I said, "Oh." Got nauseous and all that. Uh, I, 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 I almost had 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 the 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 uh, unspoken happen to me yesterday. Oh no! Day. Yeah, been a long time since I've been there. Rick, you need <laughs> to learn the term siesta. Yeah, where I thought I was going to throw down. <laughs> Uh-oh. You know, because George Carlin made it really clear to that no one throws up. You throw down. That's right. Uh, all right. So let's talk about this national anthem. Now, I heard the kickoff hour because what happens out in the audience is y'all get us all hopped up about national anthems. Worst one ever. Oh, you got to hear this. You got to hear this. Now, yesterday, the the Pakistani band lived up to it. Okay. Yeah, yeah they were a little flat. But but a, a few lot, sour notes there. A lot. Of, I think we're gonna have to back down. Look, it, it, it's it's getting to the point now where if somebody sings the national anthem and it's not Whitney Houston during the Gulf War, right. Everybody claims that it's <laughs> awful. Uh, but if for it to be awful, it's got to be Carl Lewis in in that game, right? Not there's a few times Roseanne, in the song, the, yeah, you know, yeah, that. yeah. Not a few times in the song the person didn't sing wonderfully, 
Right. Uh, and and uh, and you guys said y'all got ready to do talk about it on the kickoff hour, and y'all mm-hmm. thought it, it it wasn't worthy. Right. It, 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 well, it I was it too. I, I got all the emails, Rick, like you, and I thought, well, we're going to have somebody knock Carl Lewis out. And I was uh, excited, and I listened to it, and I kept thinking, well, it's, it's about to happen. Yeah. Here. It's about, it, it never happened. I, I was got, like, I, first off, I thought this was a girl singing uh, when yeah. I first listened. It this isn't fan. a girl. No. No. I thought I started getting text messages while it was happening from from friends saying, I hope you're not watching this. And so then we go and we listen to it and watch it off air. And yes, it has its moments that he loses the you know, and he it, sounds tone deaf a little bit. But it's, it's a little you know, flat and pitchy. The if organ could, doesn't help. If it I could be on American Idol, the organ know? might be the biggest bit. Have you yeah. ever heard this? It's, I, it's the baseball it. organ. Bum, 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 oh yeah, bum. and it's playing and the national great. anthem while you sing over it. I've never heard it yeah, play that, the national anthem. It, it That's a weird the sound it has. Guys, y'all y'all go, y'all gone down the street and I'm still standing in the parking lot. Who in the world is Conan Gray? He's uh, I, I think uh, he's from LA. I guess he's big to that area. Who is this I, person? I, I don't know. I ain't got Let's hear it. And, I never heard and, of uh, him. Look as the camera goes by. If you didn't see the name up there, you wouldn't know it was a guy no, for sure. Kind of a female look. I already don't know. Oh. That is bad. It is bad. You're right, the organ's unacceptable. See, that that, that makes it weird. It's distracting. Kids crying. I've always known Sir National Anthem is pretty long. It is. It is. <laughs> right. is he supposed to be a good singer? <laughs> is he not known for singing? What What is he known for? <laughs> he is? I, yeah. Hey, I may disagree with that. Look, look at their faces. It's a really hard song. It is. Ooh. About that, B fifty two. There it is. Probably on its way to Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> okay, so I mean, it was he bad. was flat. It was bad. A few it places. was bad. But it's in. But, but, it's not even. Not, it's not even in the league with Carl. Lewis. No, it's not a Carl Lewis. No. But but at least Carl Lewis is known for being a track star. Uh-oh. This guy's a singer, a professional singer. How That's about, the difference. That's a good he point. signed a recording deal with Republic Records in 2018. Well, who's Republic Records? He must sing through auto tune and stuff like that. I think they're pretty big. Well, are uh, they really? Uh, well, Wasn't yeah. one of these internet people? Yeah, yes, he's a, you, he gets yeah. like now, 20 million streams on Spotify wow. a month, is what I've heard. Wow. Now, y'all, I think he's one of those situations where he's cute. The girls like is him, he? and they go nuts for have, him. The have girls you got love the, him. Have you he's got a clip of him on the My question is, does he love them back? He, he was on the Today Show or one of those other uh, morning shows performing in New York. If yeah. you see him on stage, you see he has a different presentation than what you saw here. I mean, he's, he's dressed up. He, he looks like Prince that got lost in Charles Nelson Riley's closet or something. You know what I mean? He's all over the place. Well, back to Greg's question. Right. Yeah, I'm, there it I'm, is. You know, the the chicks a, dig him. I wonder if he digs them back. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right, Greg.
You know, chicks kind of dig me. Yeah, it's one thing for them to dig you. It's another thing for them want to like you know hang out with you like and talk girl uh, stuff. Yeah. Uh, like dig you like pick out curtains <laughs> right. like, or what? Only certain people can sing the anthem. Oh yes. And, and you need even if you're singing, there's there are oh. professional singers that can't sing that. I, I've heard some radically successful legends of the industry that yeah. they can't sing the national anthem. Do it. No. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. In the break, but I, I think we still need to discuss it. Uh, and I, I know that some of you are saying, will, will Skinwalker make its way to the show uh, somewhere during the show for the next foreseeable future? And the answer is yes. Uh, but, but, but this yesterday has a, has a little bit, has a little bit of, the, of a different feel to it because, you know, we, the, the podcast was out this past weekend, uh, and uh, we talked to Travis Taylor, who's uh, with Skinwalker, the show, is uh, one of the experts they brought in. He's also doing the Ancient Aliens tour. He was on Rocket City Rednecks. He's been, you know, he got to view all the footage that was released of the UFO stuff that we had. That was, you know, the Tic Tac, all of that. So, but anyway, so Betty of all people, because uh, I, I didn't, I didn't think she would be following this the way you did. I really thought you discovered this. I didn't know Betty discovered it. Yeah, she did last night. Yeah, uh, that there's something he said about the show on Twitter, and we. We don't know what it's in reference to, but Helmsy says he thinks he somewhat remembers something, and then Speedy's kind of researching the 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 reference to the organization he referenced. But I don't I don't know what this is about. This is where we need your help because we can't remember, and we haven't had time to go back and listen to the whole podcast because no. we didn't have time right. from the time this happened to now. <laughs> no, I, I really. But uh, we we were sitting there and we were we were watching uh, Betty watches limited episodes of Skinwalker Ranch, and mm. I was trying to is bring she into her it? up to hey, guys. I, I as I, much I, as a, as a wife well, that doesn't care do about this. science does. But you have a Geiger meter out here for us. Geiger counter, yeah. Whatever it's called. (laughs) And you have it on the desk. And as you brought up, Travis, I'm I'm not making this up. I've been watching it because it's been at .08. Right. And the average is .10. The minute you (laughs) said Travis Taylor and Skinwalker Ranch, it started rising. It is at .20 right now. I am not making that up. (laughs) Look. Look at this. You know what? And I did read about this last night. There's a thing called the hitchhiker effect. And all of these people are talking about it. Even Travis has said after he left the ranch, he bought a new car, and it it started malfunctioning. Well, yeah, I told you he's eating it with stuff. We shouldn't have him in Now, you refer to that as a Hank riding home with you. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's going back down now. It's back down. I'm telling you, letting him in the room with us. (laughs) Us sitting next to him. Not smart. Not smart. That's that son of a gun's eat up with stuff. Well, the good news, I checked Speedy's chair and Speedy for the most part during the break. And I appreciate that, bud. He's not radioactive. Um, so we're, we're sitting there last night. So Betty, you know, like, and I think a lot of people do this now. You'll sit there and you watch TV and you'll start Googling things oh, you course. see on TV I, I to try to get oh, more yeah. information. On Absolutely. It. So, uh, she said, Hey, did you know that Travis put on Twitter something about y'all? And I said, do you, tr- do you follow Travis on Twitter? She goes, no, I just Googled his name and it was the first thing that come up. Yeah, it was on. It was on Monday night uh, at about uh, almost uh, right, well one minute before eleven p.m. So, and the post said just to clear up at BlackVault.com, I said on Rick and Bubba that Black Vault has been pretty good. Greenwall has been very fair to me. Hashtag uh, UFO Twitter, and he's referring to John Greenwall Jr., who uh, has this. I get Speedy. What is it? A Twitter account or a show that's called? Uh, 
I, I uh, was just black doing, vault. I was really doing uh, just a little bit more research on on what the black vault is, and it's basically, I guess, referred to the government's UFO secrets. Yeah, it, it says here you can now download the fourth release of emails at Black Vault's NASA Internal Communication Archive. Right. Um, so I, I'm kind of out of the loop right, on so it. So let me Honestly, tell you where he I, said I it. I don't know what you're talking and about. And I may have, unless he said something else later on the podcast, and, and I missed it, and I very well could have because I was putting rocks, bags of rocks in the back of my truck when mm. I was listening to it. But at the first of the podcast, I think it was Rick that asked him about his critics. And, and people that may question some of these things. And he almost made a joke, or I think he was, it sounded like he was, uh, uh, it was one of those jokes that nobody got because they don't know about Black Vault and this right. other thing. Yeah, I know nothing about and it. And he actually, I, unless I'm just making this up, he actually said, of course, I'm just kidding or something like that. They've been very fair to me. I remember him saying this. Right, and it was right. early on. It was probably in the first 10 minutes of the podcast. I have, I, he's got it. Adler's got it. I have no recollection of this. Am I right? Did it happen early? I have no recollection of this. But it looks sure like the um, talking about. Oh, here it is. There are a lot of the uh, sort of debunkers out there that no matter what evidence you put in front of them, that they're going to say, "Oh well, it's weather balloons, it's swamp gas, it's light reflecting off of Venus, you know, whatever." And uh, and I, I won't mention any names like the Black Vault or you know something like that. Uh, but uh, no, but actually, the Black Vault's been really good. It's uh, it's other guys that that have done there it. There it is. Okay. Uh, but what I want what I, what I'll say is they they first thing they come out and says, "Oh." The, it turns out now that the the chief scientist of the UAP task force that a, was that it, guy from Ancient yeah. Aliens. Yeah, that's so, it. So he, he was okay. just he was okay. just using that as an example of debunker. Okay. So okay. I guess I guess Black Vault has been debunking criti- critical critical of some of the some of the things that were going on on the show or some of the things Travis has done. So so what he's saying is Black Vault has been pretty good to me. I'll kid, I mean, kid, I was yeah. just kidding. Right. Greenwall's mm-hmm. been very fair. Yeah. So I guess the Greenwall folks have also, you know, d- you know, tried to verify or disagree with him. He said, but the way they handle me is really fair. Well, I think the that way- that is the same guy. That's the guy behind Black. Oh, Vault. it is. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. John Greenwall Jr. Okay. So he's saying yeah. overall, I was just kidding around. Mm-hmm. They do try to debunk me, but they're fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got. You. Okay, that makes sense. See, okay. and I thought that when I was listening, I thought that's what he was doing, and you, you just didn't know what Black Vault or Greenwald was, and so you no, didn't, I didn't laugh at that. So no. I, I guess so, some people, you know, were getting on Travis afterwards because he made that joke. But it, it, obviously, he was making a joke, yeah. and, and then he said the guy's been very fair to me. So, but you know how people, oh, yeah. you know, we deal with that all the time. You oh, you talking about something, the, whoa, whoa, whoa. It, you, and you say it in a context of a of a joke or kind of a flyby, and then somebody sees it written or or hears it and they go oh well, my gosh i can't believe you said that the, yeah the context you say it in has a huge meaning on everything right right are you, and, wait, but you talking about the fact that here we are and i know our show's a little more confusing than others because we can we can swing from very very serious to to completely absurd right and you know being goofy but overall the biggest problem with comedy these days when that part of what we do is that everybody's lost their sense of humor right i mean right. no one has a sense of humor anymore do you realize how hard it is to do comedy when you're when the entire world has lost her sense of humor. Well, that right. goes right. If you can say something in a comedic line, right. Right. and and everybody in the room knows you're making a joke. Right. Well, that gets printed 
online somewhere and somebody reads it and they go, oh my gosh, I can't believe that guy said that. Mm-hmm. Right. How, how, what a. Oh, I've told my boys SOB, out about text you know? messages. Yeah. Have a conversation because your text message comes across a different way because you're just reading it. And, and even yeah. even then, the context of the conversation that you're having, you know, when you're joking back and forth. But hey, you read those uh, some of those texts mm-hmm. out in a, a <clears throat> courtroom with everybody being uh, really critical of it, and it looks right. like you're a horrible person. Yeah. When it really was not that at all. So Greenwald's book, Inside the Black Vault, uh, it, uh, in 96, he began researching the secret inner um, workings of the U.S. government. I mean, I'm talking about everything, uh, targeting such agencies as like the CIA, FBI, Pentagon, and the list goes on and on. He utilized the Freedom of Information Act to gain access to more than 2 million pages of documents. So he went through everything from information about UFOs, the JFK assassination, um, bi- biological warfare, nuclear weapons, and the list goes. So that's what I guess he was referring to is this book uh, and Greenwald uh, Inside the Black Vault, the government's UFO secrets revealed. Yeah, I got it. He made a joke, but he came actually, no, yeah. they've actually been very fair to me. Right. Adder, what were you going to say? Yeah, <laughs> quick question. I, I think you guys talked about it off the air, but I don't think you guys talked about it during the podcast. What did he say about what was his opinion on the Tic Tac video? Oh, buddy. Oh, wow. That oh, was buddy. an interesting conversation. Can I say? Do we Can need we to hold that, that to episode two? Because, I mean, he's coming back at some point. Oh, sure Can he I, is. I'll tell you what he said. Can I say what he said? I don't know. Uh, Can you? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Can you? I think he said that. The uh, meter's going up. Well, Rick's going to say it. Well, no. What he said after they looked at it. <laughs> Hello, Geiger. And, and again, and this, um, this was a little bit tongue-in-cheek. I think he was just trying to make the, uh, the point about the seriousness of it. He said everybody who looked at it, they almost came to the conclusion to say, I hope it is alien craft from another place, because if not, our enemies are way ahead of us. That was the comment. And that's all he had? Yep. Oof. And, and that's he basically that, said our best case what, scenario may be that that is from somewhere else. And because oh, it, wow. it, it's from the people that are here with us, they're way ahead of us. And Rick, he, was, he was quoting Mark Rubio right. off of the intelligence committee who said that, right? And, yeah. and he was referring to that, which yeah. says they don't know what it is. So yeah, the the people that you know are in our government and the officials and the and the people that protect our country uh, and are saying our best case scenario is right now. You know he that, he, that it's alien craft because that's not near as problematic as if it's some of our enemies. Wow! <laughs> on one of the one of the episodes, uh, <laughs> Travis commented on something I hadn't really thought about. But if you look, you see the same thing on the Tic Tac videos of a couple of things they've had out at the ranch. When they capture these things on video, it looks to be a fuzzy area around the outside of the image, mm-hmm. and he. He had had the thought that it may be a, a a heat difference between the two things, and it's causing that effect, which I always thought was kind of interesting. But anyway, it's a whole nother whole another rabbit. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, we'll be back. Eight six six. We be big. Well, good. That clears that up. We're making a lot happen. We've cleared up the crooked uh, logo behind me. <laughs> did he? Did he? Did he have any other tweets like, "Hey, I was on the Rick and Bubba podcast, and it was dadgum awesome." <laughs> did he have that? Anything before that? No. I he wish he t- would have tagged us there and just not said Rick and Bubba. That would have been good. <laughs> he tweets a lot about lifting. I didn't know he was so into, like, weightlifting. Uh, he and Hannity have a match coming up. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So SEC Media Days uh, took place. Heard the kickoff hour chatting about that a little bit. I, I saw some little bit of footage of Saban talking. There's a couple of big stories that are coming uh, from uh, the comments that were that were yesterday, 
Uh, one of them that has nothing to do uh, with football is Lane Kiffin talking about his daughter's spending habits. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I don't know if you if you saw this little clip from Lane Kiffin, but it's lighthearted, but, uh, but uh, here it is. I don't even know what to do. Wrestling? No. How much was it? I don't know. 721. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> He's checking his folks. $721. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know if she bought it on Z A R A. What is that? It's a makeup store. Is it okay? Uh, yeah, I don't know. So that's his, his pulse. That's his daughter <laughs> telling him uh, how much she spent at the makeup store. Can I tell you what's funny is when he got the word when he because her Jackson's yeah. Jackson's yeah. heart rate. Yeah. That is so good. Uh, but Greg, I, I heard you and I heard others. Look. I, it, it's good to be positive. Sure. You know what? I love positive thinking people. Don't you? Yeah. I, like, I like people to be positive. Yeah. Well, it's I know just Helmsy, the, the energy be, around yeah. them. It's just, Look, you can be positive if your quote's good enough. It might get on Helmsy's office wall. Yeah, yeah. it could yeah. be. You know? True. But, but then there's delusional. There is. Yeah. yeah and, uh, I mean, some things just aren't mm, possible. Right. I don't think it's possible. Uh, and you know, barring, you know, maybe Tic Tac will bring players to Vanderbilt. <laughs> I, I don't know. Right. But, but, I don't think it's possible that Vanderbilt will ever be the premier football program in America. It's gonna be tough. Right? I, I just don't. I don't. I just don't think that's possible. I think. I think Vanderbilt every year they actually compare themselves to Vanderbilt. You know, are, are we are we one of the better Vanderbilt teams? And what's your comparison? Well, the other Vanderbilt teams. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're you're not going to dominate the the highest level of college football. That's never going to happen. I, I, can can uh, we? Look, you got. Do we have the quote? Can, can, can we hear? Was it out of? Or again, we're talking about context. Was it out of context or something? Uh, well, 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 it could be. Y'all, no. I heard y'all read really. the exact quote. Yeah, and he he says, and it, and it is your goal, right? That one day you could be the premier <laughs> program, right? That's, yeah, you got to think that way. I get it. And and do to, you? listen. Well, I mean, I mean well, yeah, let me yeah, let me ask you this. People, Vanderbilt the quote, has a and what uh, the reason that what limits them maybe is the the high academic level they require to get in. But they are good in basketball. Yeah, they they've been very. They won a national championship. What in baseball? Oh, they are, they're they're the yeah. king of baseball. Yeah, they got the a grant. Decade. They got a grant for that. Yeah, and they play in a very tough baseball conference now. I mean, the SEC sure. has won the last couple of years. So mm-hmm. here here's the quote here. Right, is this <clears> what we got? <throat> yeah. All right, so here it is. Time Vanderbilt football will be the. We know that in time, Vanderbilt football will be the best program in the country. As I stated a year ago, there are no cheat codes, no shortcuts no hacks that will allow this to happen overnight. This is still about going the long, hard way, independent of the trends and the headlines generating the most attention right now in college football. A couple hey, things. One, I don't like the fact he's reading, not speaking. I mean, just you know, it just bothers me. For we reason. know. Can I hear the first line again? I said again? this yesterday. It, before this even happened, I told them I'd like to hang out with Clark Lee because of, of what we just said. Uh, of his, course. His, his positivity and all that. Uh, I think Big Ten up that way. He's Look, got I'm, a tie to them. A, yeah. was, did he, he's from there. Fancy he bro. is. I'm all about Clark Lee. Got no problem with Clark Here's Lee. Here's the quote that, everybody, that stirred everybody up. It's the first thing he says. We know in time Vanderbilt football will be the best program in the country. I'll share it again. We know that in time, Vanderbilt football will be the best program in the country. Now, now, okay, let me ask this. Let me ask this question. When he says best program, does he mean most wins? Yeah, that's what Or does he mean we're going to produce the leaders in the country okay. that's going to be it's the forefront of medicine and business and academics and all that? Which does I, not make it the premier pro, uh, football, football program. program. I, I'm just, I'm just yeah. trying, trying to find to that out here. Yeah, well, that would make more sense, but – 
but, I tell you, but, but another he reason, is the football coach. He's not the he's not the president of the university. The university is saying my football players will become that. I God love know. you. God love you. I'm just trying. No, love Love your heart. Thank, I'm going heart. there with you, pal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did yeah. y'all hear? Did y'all also pick up on? We talk about it being Vandy. That's impossible. He also said they're not going to cheat to do it. So that's really impossible. That's absolutely yeah. impossible. Uh, so well, said there's no cheat. Codes. So so you had that on day two. What'd you what? say, Alan? Oh, I was going to say. So speaking of not cheating and the best football program in the country there's a viral uh, moment with Saban that's been going around if you guys want yeah that. let me have that too all right we're just running out of time that's why i was trying to get it this is from media days a uh, reporter asked nick Saban if he has any hidden talents that we may not know about oh boy how well i clean house <laughs> i've been cleaning house you know on vacation um <laughs> i get a list every day i try to play golf in the morning miss terry gives me a list when i get back and Run the sweeper, take out the garbage, pledge the refrigerator. You know, nobody knows how well I do all those things. <laughs> so, good. so he's working the honeydew list. Somebody's delivering. Yeah. Good. And I saw him get asked too about how he and Jimbo are doing. He said, We're fine. He's really so done with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're fine. All right, to the top of the hour. Chris, they're not. No. <laughs> Jimbo said he was done. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The Wednesday Bible Study is back today. It's noon live, uh, Central Time, 1 o'clock Eastern. If you think your family is dysfunctional, you might want to be with us today as we walk through Genesis 27. You'll feel better about your family. Uh, That's happening today, uh, and God can still use you. Uh, We'll walk through it today as we continue to go through Genesis word by word. Welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for joining us. Bubba, a couple of drama queens uh, we want to hear from to start the uh, the hour. First of all, the great communicator that is Kamala Harris, our vice president. Um, you know, it, it's it's her attempts to speak. You know, you you hear you hear the president, and you go, "This is someone struggling uh, with their cognitive skills." Uh, and we're watching this person fade away before our very eyes, and it breaks our heart, and we can't believe he's been given the responsibility of leader of the free world. Then Kamala Harris is a little different, uh, uh, you know, uh, situation. She can certainly, uh, you know, speak clearly. It's just the words she puts together don't make any sense. Uh, and that, of course, came with a great phrase that I've come to know and love, word salad. Yeah. So, uh, you know, she'll, she'll say things, and you just like – and then, of course, there's the – Nervous laugh she does if she doesn't know what to say. But once again, she's about to speak to us, Bubba. I'm up for a, a vice president word salad, aren't you? Yeah, let's hear it always. She, she's in Pennsylvania, and see if you can understand. She's going to use a lot of words, and you're going to probably nod your head and go, okay, and then I'm going to I'm going to defy you and say, what do you think that means? All right, so so here here's Vice President Kamala Harris. And it's because of what you did then. So I'm here to ask you to do what you know how to do, because when you do what you do on all of these issues, the American people win. Do what you (laughs) – so here it is. It's because of what you did then, so I'm here to ask you to do what you know how to do, because when you do what you do on all these issues, the American people win. Oh, that's clear. So do what you do, because when you do, we do that. And we need you Amen. to do it. Amen. Yeah, and so it's uh, nicely said. Yeah, it's, uh, the word salad. Tell us what you did then. So, and it's because of what you did then. 
So I'm here to ask you to do what you know how to do, because when you do what you do on all of these issues, the American people win. Okay. All right, so there's there's another one, and then mm-hmm. then th- and then Babylon B is having a field day with dr- drama queen AOC. Uh, we, you know AOC. You know, w- one time she convinced us that uh, that on January the sixth that she was in dire danger, and of course we found out she was nowhere near where this yeah. was going on. She's constantly, you know, Babylon B will do things where we're saying she's declared she's dead, you know, and things like this. So so here here's one. She's going to now pretend to be handcuffed. Yeah, she's not uh, even handcuffed. Yeah, she and, just holds her hand behind and, her back. And then she forgets about it because she raises her hand yeah. and uh, and while she's being escorted by the police. But she needed this she needed a picture right. of her being arrested. Right. Quote unquote from the Supreme Court. Out yeah. out protesting the Roe v. Wade decision. All right, so here we go. So so here she comes. She's pretending to be handcuffed. The, like, like they've got her handcuffed her so she can have a good so she can have a good picture but then she forgets and raises her hand which and now puts it back like it's handcuffed again uh so uh, she is uh, who's that playing that nice music i, I don't know <laughs> let, 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 let me tell you babylon b has a field day with her uh, <laughs> there's her hand in the air yeah, that, yeah. oops yeah not you you're, you're not cuffed if your <laughs> hand man, i thought you were cuffed. she's holding her arms behind her back yeah. Like she's handcuffed, right? Not walking. Not, I mean, she's clearly doing it to yeah. mislead yeah. the picture. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I want to look like I'm being arrested. Oh, what uh, 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 AO, uh, this is one from Babylon B. AOC sits in an invisible police car awaiting transport to the invisible jail. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's just more plastic out there in a plastic world. You, isn't it? you Babylon B, I love you so much. And then you sent me something uh, that that Gary Palmer, who was here on the program on this topic of, you know, AOCs there protesting because you know they can't believe that uh, that the Supreme Court actually looked at the Constitution and and declared it whether something was constitutional or not, and then kicked it back to the states. You know, as the Constitution says. And of course, we're led to believe that they've just taken women and just thrown them all in the dumpster. Right. Uh, you know, kind of like uh, people do babies sometimes. But, but anyway, so uh, so Gary Palmer is is is, and, and this is the thing that has bothered us uh, so much is I don't understand, and I know some of you say you're going to say it again. I am going to say it again because I think sometimes it takes reps for us to get this. When people say they're pro-choice, but they don't want you to make an informed choice, I don't understand that. What what are they afraid of? They they think you're incapable. Wouldn't you want to make a choice knowing you know everything that's at stake, right? Yeah. If I'm going to make a choice, wouldn't you love to know? Look, now before you make this choice, this choice means this. You need all the facts. This choice means that, and I may decide to do it anyway. But at least I'm informed, right? Well, well, Palmer uh, had the had the picture that was taken in 1999. We remember this when it shows. There's a doctor, believe it or not, that we can go in in vitro. We can go inside the woman's body to do work with the baby still there in the womb. And when he was doing this, the baby grabs his finger right. and holds his finger. I mean, the baby's inside the mom, and the baby reaches up and grabs the doctor's finger. And this was a very famous picture right. uh, from 1999. What was it? It was called the Hand of Hope. Yeah, or something. yeah it had a name. Yeah, to hand it. of Hope. You're exactly hand right. Hope, You're exactly right. And so, um, which, by the way, incredible that we have surgeons that are that brilliant. Uh, the the uh, the the infant is 21 weeks old inside uh, the mom and, and is being treated for spina bifida. You know, they go inside and work on the baby while it's yeah. still in the mom, and it grabs the surgeon's finger. So, uh, so Palmer wanted to show that picture 
uh, during the hearings because now the Democrats, they want, they don't like the ruling, so they want it overturned. Uh, and, and Palmer wanted to show that picture, and he was denied being able to do it. Well, and, he, he put it up yeah, uh, as and, part and, of his presentation. Right, right. And the, the, uh, the, the head of the committee uh, that was in charge at the time went nuts and started gaveling and ordered it down and ordered the people to take it down. Do we have the video? You actually have the whole thing. Oh, do okay. you? Okay. Let's see it. All right, right let's here. See, here it is. Yeah. Dr. Francis, I want to show a, a poster. This is world-renowned. It's gone in all types of magazines. Gentlemen, we'll suspend, oh. and the staff will take down that picture. You can take it down. In this committee, we admit documents or photographs on unanimous consent bases, and this has not I been... accept the chair's ruling. Excuse me. This has not been shown to the majority... And it has not been agreed to, and there's no foundation of we will not be, allow it to be displayed. That's basically it. Yeah. So he, Gary was trying to sneak her in there, <laughs> and uh, that's our terminology. <laughs> but, 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 but I know she's saying, and if, and if that's the she way. She got on that gavel pretty hard. She, she did. did. Yeah, I thought she was hammering the tube off of But, but again, <laughs> I, I still, and I know there's procedure, and if it's procedure, and you heard him say, look, I, I submit to this. And, but he, then he comes out, and, you know, and he says when he gets his chance that he says, you know, this is kind of what we're talking about. I just don't understand why. I don't think there should be anything. Um, and Babylon Bees had fun with this too. You know them accusing of pregnancy crisis centers. Well, of, Rick, of, of, you know of, of going after an accident. They're the ones that are abusing women, not yeah, not those that right, won't inform right. them. It's so, the ones who inform women that are demonized. The ones who won't inform them, they're they're supposed to be heroes. At the highest level in our government, where they're actually deciding these policies, voting on it, and this is. Uh, you know these hearings that they have—they're—they're they're supposed to be debating and investigating, trying to get to the bottom of all the facts. And I understand there's a procedure for that. No, but no still, doubt. I don't know why they wouldn't allow this. I mean, we ought to look at every picture we can get our hands on. Yeah. We ought to look at every fact available. Shouldn't we so be so informed as human beings about yeah. this? Yeah, and then then you can make your judgment That's after science. you see all the facts. But I—I I don't understand this where they don't want some of these pictures seen. Because they feel like that it carries such weight that it will sway somebody to another position, which again is the truth is 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 looking at all the facts and and the beauty of this, the beauty of this picture, Rick, is this is not an abortion. this is them operating on a baby inside the mother, as you said, which is amazing they can do this it really is this this person, this baby, is grown up now, and it's like. 20-something years old right? and is walking around talking. Yeah. I mean, it has a life. And while this person was inside their mother's womb, their hand reached out and grabbed the surgeon's finger. Yeah. I mean, don't you want to know that information? I would yeah. if I was 21 weeks pregnant. Wouldn't you want to know that? Rick, if we're talking about this topic, we're talking about cancer, we're talking about is Roundup killing people, or should we go to Mars? I want every fact available in a discussion. If I'm, if I'm at that level of the government where I'm setting – the 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 process out there for our citizens to live in right. in a democracy. I want every bit of information. I want every picture on every sonogram. I want to hear about mothers that have had distress because they had to have a baby. Give me all of it. Give me all of it. We all need the to hear all of it. An informed choice. All of it. Absolutely. Well, and, and it seems odd because it's usually the left, and I, and I commend them for this, that seem to always love documentaries or whatever that reveal what people were doing. Hey, this chemical was bad for you. We found out. We let you know. Investigative reporting. You take them over to where life begins, and it's like they don't want to do their job. Yeah.
I mean, what happened to follow the signs? Right. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, all right, so Bubba, this this is an opportunity for you. Um, you know that Heinz Ketchup has lost the naming rights uh, in uh, in Pittsburgh uh, for what was all of our lives. So we've heard the term Heinz Field. Uh, they have lost the naming rights to some company I can't pronounce. It's an insurance company with a very hard name to say. So we have to call it. Acrisure Stadium? Is that what it's in? Yeah, it's Acrisure. Yeah. Look at that big old bottle. But, Bubba, look at this giant bottle it's here. It's a giant ketchup yeah, bottle. It's available, and, uh, buddy. Rick, I was just thinking, uh, you know, there's a couple of things I'd love to have in my yard. One, a Saturn V rocket. Sure. We mentioned that before. We have mentioned that. Yeah. But, you know, if I could set a Heinz bottle next to it, 35 foot tall, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah we were talking about putting it in the studio, but 35 feet, yeah, that won't fit in here. we got to go outside. We'd have to put it outside, but wouldn't it be a great marker? You know, because sometimes people can't find our door, you know, because of the, oh, the yeah. complex we're in, a lot oh, of the buildings look alike. And we said, just go to the giant ketchup bottle. Yeah. Oh. See, how, how easy would that I be? I would love yeah, that. It's pretty big. All right, so we need, can we – Speedy, can you look into that, us getting that? Well, Rick, it's, it's going to be a little heavier than, than Big Boy. Each bottle, and there's two of them, weighs 8,000 pounds. Oh, my goodness. Well, so that's, that's going to be a little tough. That's why. Once I, we set them down out here, they ought to stay. Yeah, they would. Would yeah. you like to have the Heinz Field thing there too on the back of the scoreboard? Now I'm sure it's huge. Would you like to have that too? Uh, yeah. You know, I'm not, as, I'm not there. as excited about that as I am the giant ketchup bottle. I mean, that look at that right there. I love that giant ketchup bottle. Well, there, there, uh, let me ask you this too, and you know, I know the John Kerry tie-in, which kind of oh, sours, no. sours the whole yeah, experience. Yeah, it takes, takes yeah. air out of the room. Uh, but uh, <laughs> why, why did they let that go? It seems like with their tie to Pittsburgh, which the the company was founded there in 1869 on the outskirts uh, of Pittsburgh, why would they ever let that go? Because it seems to me that would be a, a foundational thing for them. Do you think in Acres- their hometown? Do you think Acrisure just came up and says, "I'm sorry, what we'll pay for it." Heinz says, "I'm sorry, that, sorry, that's just too much. We ain't going with that." All right, is ketchup- do you think they got in a bid more? Yeah, on it? I do. Do you think ketchup sales are down? I mean, there is no other. I'm doing my part. Uh, Heinz, <laughs> Heinz ketchup, as we've said many times, that is ketchup. Yeah, Every, everything else is just a disaster. And on that note, is Jeff ever coming back? Uh, boy, it's hard to find. Can can we Good find? Night. Are we ever going to get Jeff back? Don't Did they pay. quit totally? No, we uh, found, we, we found they did a, for a while. We found some. I guess it was about two weeks ago. And um, don't get Terry Wilburn on that. She loves her. She I love. Well, she's Jeff. a choosy mother. They choose Jeff. <laughs> mm-hmm. But. Uh, um, it looks like, uh, Rick, though, it just says that their rights expired for the field and the insurance company came in and scooped it up. Well, it seems like they would have, you know, well, they, they would have probably the first right to renew it. Right. Don't you, don't you think? Yeah. First right yeah. or refu- refusal, I think. Maybe they're spending too much money keeping John Kerry in that private jet so he can tell us all that we're, uh, you know, using too much fuel. Yeah, of course. Maybe so. Know. But do you think it really is as simple as Heinz was contacted? Hey, you know you're, you're, the naming rights are coming up, mm-hmm. and and uh, here's what's going to cost to go forward. Heinz says that's now getting too steep. And they said, well, I could sure will pay it because I mean I know there's a restaurant that we all love right here uh, in in our town, and the, they're not they're not leaving their location or shutting down because they haven't done well. They're leaving because the new people that are now have the lease mm-hmm. are saying this is what the lease will cost, and they said you're out of your mind. Yeah. Hey, uh, so it wasn't that it wasn't successful or whatever. Right. They just said, this deal doesn't work for us anymore. It's right. too much. Yeah, and and uh, a spokesman like for Heinz did say this, said despite the name change, um, we will remain a significant long-term sponsor of the Steelers. 
excited to announce the details of our new partnership in days ahead, it says. Oh, they got something that's a little bit cubier. You know what they are now, Bubba, as opposed to being a full-blown sponsor? What were those things we would sell that was that right before the game would start? What were they called? Adjacencies. Adjacencies. Yeah. They're now, they, they, now, they now have become an adjacency. They used to be a big-time sponsor. And you know the adjacencies, they don't get yeah. list on who, who right. on the list of who brings it to you. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I just – I don't know. If I was big as Heinz, I mean, that's a huge company. I don't know why they'd let that go. It just seems odd. Yeah. But like you said, they probably – because they've been there since the new stadium started, they probably got a pretty good deal – going in the first time and it's probably uh you know like say more competitive now but you wonder with an insurance company like this and i don't know the insurance company they may be big but they don't catch my eye like a blue cross or somebody you know right so how long will they be there you know they, so many of those naming right things fell apart and the companies went under and all I that I, I see like when we were involved with the titans i know naming rights i know how it all works it's about it's about that jack but I want it to be about does it sound cool, and and you know when they lost to Delphia, I know that didn't that company go under or something. But when 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 the you remember that the strength of the Titans and the power, power of Adelphia, Adelphia yep. Stadium that's just awesome. Mm-hmm. Where are they now? So there's this is it Nissan or is it, I, don't I don't know. know. But you know what I mean I, I know that it's all about the biggest check. But I wish they had some requirement that whoever got the naming rights their their name had to sound sharp. It is Nissan Stadium. Yeah. The strength of the Tysons and the power of Nissan. <laughs> Not the Tysons, the Titans. Titans. Rick, Mike Tyson. You're, if you remember, you're Rick, thinking of the chicken. That was we've Titans. already got them being the sponsor. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's a great idea. Yeah. So if you that the was strength ni- of the Titans and the power of Tysons. <laughs> that was ninety nine to two thousand and two. It was a, it was a Delphia. Then it went to LP Field from twenty six. Right. That, that, that was my least favorite. That was my least favorite. Yeah. Uh, and then it's it's Nissan Stadium. Look, now. I love the capitalistic mm-hmm. approach of selling your name of the stadium, but I don't like all the changes. I'll be honest with you, I just don't. Because you get you hip it up and go, oh man, you know we got to go, we go to Heinz Field, and you're like, yeah. In between but, them, remember it was just called the Coliseum for a little bit. Couldn't you couldn't you do this? Couldn't you come up with a name? And I know um, <clears throat> didn't the Celtics do this for a while? They still called it the Boston Garden. Presented by so and so, or uh, yeah. you know, you could call it whatever. You know, if you were going to go with the Coliseum, call it the Coliseum. You know, presented by Hines or whoever. Right. All right. So right now we're going to hear this season. Well, you know, it's going to be tough because they got to go to Acrisure Stadium. <laughs> I don't know about that. Doesn't, that doesn't sound as good. Does doesn't it? strike fear in your heart. No, it really does not Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. All right, so let's uh, let's talk. Uh, uh, we're, we're looking at this story. Uh, it's uh, it's kind of odd. I, I mean, I, I find myself going, you know, just kind of common sense probably uh, has me give the uh, the character a benefit of the doubt. There is an update, but there's some story. You know, it, it's so hard to eradicate racism from our fallen society. But I never thought that we would find one of the last bastions of racism would be Sesame Street. Uh, Sesame Place Park. This is a theme park, obviously, that has all the Sesame Street characters. And there's backlash because uh, there's a claim now that uh, the mascot, and and don't miss this, Rosita. Is that how you say the mascot's name? Rosita? It's a little after my Sesame Street time here. Um, Rosita, the character, seems to dismiss two black girls 
Now, only in our current society could we define that as it's not that because I've been with my kids at all kinds of theme parks. Sometimes the characters see your kids, and sometimes they talk to them. Sometimes they keep the parade moving. Sometimes they Uh, wave them off. Sometimes your kid get the interaction with them. They won't. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they don't. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I tend to think that it's probably not likely uh, that someone dressed as a mascot took on the job to deal with children, and they're a raving racist, and they don't like black children. I, I you, find you, that kind you, of, you want to think that, right? I mean, I, that, I find that, that would, kind of yeah. hard to, to think is true, but it doesn't look good. Right. I'm not I'm not saying it doesn't look good. I mean that it looks good, but I just but but if you see, if you notice, I read the I, article. I did see this. Yeah. Right. So here's what he whoever's in the suit claims that someone was asking them to hold their child. And right. they can't do that. Right. By their rules, so they saying, can't pick can't, up other children. Pick up. When he does it, he's not looking at them. He's looking back, right. telling them, no, can't do that right now. So, Well, if you notice, uh, and, and, and whether you, that's true or not, I don't know. That's what now, they're the saying. The clip on face value looks bad. We all admit it does. that. It does. It does. But, but is there a logical reason for what he was doing Helmsy, in the correct context? Helmsy, I know you're an aspiring mascot. I am. And you've, you've been in these type of suits. You can't see that good. Mm. Are they out of the, the no, not side at all. and they were still looking back at the person? That's what I I think I believe that when that, right here, yeah. But look, I mean, she's trying to get be held again though, and they can't hold children. Right. All right. So the mascots are not allowed to hold children because obviously they could drop them, and and so the, the so but Manson, yeah. But but he and then when he sees somebody, you see him reach out, but he can't pick anybody up. Yeah. Right. I believe that I just don't believe we got a raging racist no. that has infiltrated Sesame Park. And is going around dressed as Rosita so they can ignore black children. No. I, I mean, I just find that to be a difficult narrative to believe. And you would think that person right. wouldn't want to be a man. Don't you right. kind of have to have a little bit of a chip on your shoulder and kind of be looking for this mm-hmm. for you to define that your children didn't get well, there? That, that, that your children didn't get the right interaction with the mascot you wanted, and that must be because they're black, not because we have lots of children and mascots sometimes overlook people. I mean, right? I mean. Uh-huh. I just, this, I just find that hard to believe. I, I, this fits everything the media likes, though, to really blow up. Well, I don't right? know, though. You, well, think, because think you, got about a white, you got a white arm in there that, that comes out, and, and the mascot gives the white arm a high five mm-hmm. and then says no to, to the kids. So yeah. it, it, the media loves that. I mean, no, well, we're going to really blow this one up. But, but this know? is one of those things. Though, Even I, though I read the statement Helmsy just said, that's what they're saying is that it was about the holding kids behind them. Yeah, I think where, where they got – this is one of those things that can be kind of fun because guess who have been some of the people that want us all to be politically correct, and that's Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. Sesame, yeah. Sesame Street, look, it, it's really kind of hard for the left to accuse Sesame Street of being a bastion of right right wing racism, <laughs> yeah. I, I, it just I mean they they they've, they've kind of gone out of their way to be inclusive. Uh, they're creating characters, you know, to try to represent all ethnicities. Uh, they're trying to create characters that might represent anything in society. They're definitely making an effort not to be deemed bigots, but but again, if everybody goes out, uh, if I if people leave their home saying. I, I'm hypersensitive to bigotry, and I'm looking for it. You probably can turn most anything into that. <laughs> I, I'm look. If you're sitting there, let's say you take your kids, and and all of a sudden you you didn't know you were going to be there uh, in a situation, and you take your and I look. Hear me out on this, okay? I, I'm not saying that this takes place at all. I, don't, I shouldn't do this analogy because not, people are not going to hear what I'm saying, do they? Okay, <laughs> probably not, Rick. 
Okay. I'm, I'll, but I'm just saying there's places you could probably take your little black children and you would think, I kind of think these people don't want us to be here. Yeah. But I don't think Sesame Park is one of them. No. That's all I'm saying. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it's um, – I think this is just a misunderstanding that, that looks bad. I acknowledge it looks bad. Mm-hmm. But I think it's – we can – if I didn't have a predisposition to when people don't look at my kids or don't give my kids what they want, it's because they're racist, not because it was just a, a bad situation that went bad. Right. They, well, I didn't mean to ignore your children. I'm sorry it came across it looked like I did. Well, you ignored them because they're black. Well, no. If you'll go through my history and see me interact with all kinds of piles of children, sometimes I see kids and sometimes I don't. It really has nothing to do with their skin color. Uh, and, as you just said, that a, a person behind you asked me to hold their kid, which we're not allowed to do, and I'm doing a wave off, I, and then your kids happen to be underneath and out of my line of sight as I'm waving off everybody who wants me to hold their kid. And then these other situations, you go, but you don't mean, like say, somebody shows all the stuff you just showed, Adler, and the kids are all one color. Let's say they're all some neutral color that we don't even, a color that people aren't even. Say they're all green, okay? (laughs) And if you watch this mascot interact with green children, you would see that sometimes kids get the mascot's attention, sometimes they don't. They miss It looks like he's overlooking some of them, and others it looks like he's embracing. I just don't think... That Rosita, the Sesame Street character, is is being portrayed by a bigot. I just don't. I, I think that's probably not true. Well, mm. I'm sure since this has come to light, they'll investigate it and mm. they'll look into what they're doing, not doing, and and yeah. you know, hopefully it's not a case of that. But if it is, they can correct the training for the mascots. Uh, yeah, that's right. But I tell you what, you're going to see now. You're going to see Sesame Street mascots. Now uh, uh, they're they're going to become the most black children embracing mascots you've ever seen. <laughs> they'll have to. They, they'll be, they'll yep. come through there with black children on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I mean, uh, galloping down down the parade route. We yeah. ch- we've changed our policy. Uh, it's, it's, I, it, I love here that in this one of the statements, the last sentence is the mascot is devastated. I <laughs> 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 picture it. But the, you know, with the accusation that that was what right it did. Yeah. Yeah, um, right. But what will happen is now, Rick, it'll either be that or now the mascots won't have any interaction and they'll walk right down the middle of the road mm-hmm. and just wave at everybody. Do you remember they even had Elmo take a vaccine to try to get kids to take a right. vaccine? Yeah. I mean, right. I, I mean, I, I just don't think that they're raging right-wing bigots. I, I, I just – And you would think somebody who does this – Bad choice it, of a unless, job, if you I mean, yeah. maybe they have to, but I would think yeah. most of them would want to do that, to interact with kids. And yeah. They probably are devastated that they hurt somebody. Now, family. let me say this. they don't want to if do you're that. In, that's not the goal. If you're in New York City at Times Square or no, – you don't them fake and, and there's a there's a Rosita knockoff, now yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but the knockoffs kill me. Yeah, but, but, but the costume didn't quite right. It's not quite and, right. And be careful. Dirty too. Sometimes that's not a costume. It's just body paint. Right. <laughs> yeah. Is that Mickey and Minnie? Well, not really. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll be back. So uh, I know that you are big on checking out the nation's, uh, you know, most impressive dams. You've been on a couple of tours. Yep. Uh, and Have you ever been to Hoover Dam? I have not, and it's on the bucket list of things I would like to do. Um, I, have, I have been there. I've seen it. Pretty impressive, huh? It, well, about I, six hundred feet I, high. I didn't go stand on or anything like that. How close I, did you get? I, well, I flew over. But well, I saw it flying. Right? Yeah, yeah, I saw <laughs> it. That's close enough. I saw it from ten thousand foot. <laughs> <laughs> on final approach. Yep, there it is. Uh, <laughs> hey, look at that right there. <laughs> 
but anyway, what's going on at Hoover Dam? We got well, some kind of uh, yesterday, uh, and it was recorded by several tourists who were on tours, an explosion there. They say that it was a transformer that overheated and blew up. Mm. And, Boom. Uh, and, I and, and it's just a little scary when you see that uh, at such a big facility with all that going on. Of course, the water level's way down, historically low. Yeah. Struggling with that out there, a little drought out oh, in the yeah. west state, yep. western yep. states. Yep. And, uh, but it's such an engineering marvel. Uh, I've watched several History Channel documentaries on, on building of that, and it, it is just unbelievable how they did that. Uh, and the fact that it generates as much power as it does, it's really cool. So did we not did we not give it anything when we were doing the XFL and went to Vegas to do that? We didn't. We well, we, there long I, long. I don't think we had time. I mean, yeah. we were in and out pretty That's quick, true, yeah. and uh, we didn't get a chance to do it. But yeah. I, I would like to do it next time I'm out there. You know, I, I've, I've talked a long yeah. time about doing a, you know, kind of a science technology uh You've been talking about this for years. Tour. Right. The problem is to, to, see, a, long to has, see them all. Has, by the way. Yeah, to see them all would take too long. You're gonna have to do them, you know, on, on various trips. But Hoover Dam would definitely be on it, and you know, we'd be pretty close to Skinwalker Ranch. We can right run down down drive on oh, up boy. the road and see that. We can run to Neely Henry. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've been in that one. So tourists were on the top of the dam right when this happens. Picture that. Do we have the audio? There. Do you hear sirens going off and everything? Let's hear. Think about if you're alarms. up there though, and that happens. You're like, gosh, I might They just sounded the alarm. It's still on oh, fire. Yeah. Well, you might want to move. That's a nice voice. Oh, we're looking here at the dam. Uh, I'm tell you what, it, up here and it's shaking a little bit. <laughs> if I'm behind a dam that's 600 foot tall, all that water mm. behind it, even though it's at historically low level, there's still a lot of water behind it, and the alarm's going off, hey, I get out of there. Yeah. Well, And then find out the details later. Your high-tech tour means you go to you, – yeah. you, you would – High-tech tour, I didn't know about you, it. You hadn't heard of it? He was no, talking about this for years. He was talking about this for years. Days Longer than your adventure running, you not, talk about it, Okay. Right? Yeah. I may go with you on it. Event, adventure like running. Like what is that when you're on tour with Philip Webb? What are you talking that about? That was a long time ago. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. But he'll, he's still, he, for some reason, he likes, that. he's thinking about running through the woods and down a mountain and all that. Well, that's hey, not I'll be fluent in Spanish before either of those happen. Yeah. Yeah, you're high-tech tour. I don't know. Yeah. It's a lot of... That's a lot of planning. What I'll be on your some people about. What all would be on your tour? Well, I mean, there's several places. Of course, you're going to hit, uh, you know, Kennedy Space Flight Center yeah, in Florida. That's like a, that. that's a given. Probably uh, the uh, the NASA control there in Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd want to see that. The SETI dishes, some of that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of military things. The dam, uh, Hoover Dam, would be just great that one. See. You wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Is that is that if you're going well, if you're going to include one dam, has it got to be Hoover Dam? <laughs> well, it's. I think it's the largest one for us. You know, size. What so about I, Janie Furness? I'm not familiar with it. You know no hatchet, Janie Furness. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> probably, uh, you know, probably see well, some things. Uh, for, the, for the Civil I, War. I would like to see where they did the High first tech, atomic Greg. bomb uh, test. No. no I'd like to see uh-huh. that. See what it's done to Skinwalker? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, be careful. What about 10 Mile Island? <laughs> well, I don't know. What about it, Apple what, headquarters? I think we would want to see mm-hmm. Apple. Silicon we Valley. Would. Yeah, the whole mm-hmm. deal. Oh, out there. Go out there and yeah. Definitely that. Uh-huh. Will, you, will that. you go see their slave labor in China? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm probably that. not going to head over to China. Okay. I'm probably going to keep it here more domestic. Mm-hmm. But there, there's several. I mean, I could come up with four or five trips I'd want to do for sure. sure. What are you naming the trip? 
uh, Bubba's high tech trip. What about no, one no, just that simple? And okay. forgive me if this is included, <laughs> and, I just, and I just didn't catch the title. <laughs> what about one of those observation things where they have the giant telescope? Oh, and yeah. It's got the round thing on it, and it comes up out of everybody, and we look around. You've seen those, those big. Is there one that's prominent? It's a big observation. A uh, big telescope. Big telescope. Yeah, looking into space. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I know you know what I'm talking about. about. Yeah, well, probably the best ones in Hawaii, but traveling to Hawaii is such a hassle. It's a hassle. Uh, so we'd have to look here in the U.S. what we could do, but yeah. uh, we'll see. Maybe the headquarters where the uh, they control the James Webb Telescope. I think it's in Maryland. That would be cool. Birthplace of? Uh, would you go and try? Well, no, they're all they're not. We'd want to go to the Smithsonian in D.C. and see go. all the uh, artifacts from flight and really? space. I think that. What about good. Area Fifty One? Uh, well, you now you you're getting a little off the. You can't go to Area Fifty One. Mm. Uh, you can get close to it. Look, yeah, I would. No, I'd love to have. do that. I'd love to go to Roswell, see some of those places. Uh, you hear they've done commercialized it now, uh, Bubba. They yeah, sell Bubba, I've really been to Roswell you. when y'all it's, send me to. You don't aliens. think it's worth it? Look, we just had a story. There was, well, I, I say we go to the Space and Rocket Center in Huntsville. I put that on the list too. Roswell has been commercialized. As a matter of fact, we didn't get to the story today. <laughs> There's some allegations that uh, some of the aliens don't talk to black children. So, but you know there's several places uh you know that giant dish they had in puerto rico would have been cool but i think they decommissioned it and tore it up so uh, really? part of it maybe rebuild that it. was the next thing I was once you ask. get a giant uh reflector in between mountains i don't know what else you're gonna do is there, there. Is there anywhere you can go now i know it's out of commission so i know that because i work here um would is there any way now you can go see a shuttle like that one of the ones we use is it yeah. sitting somewhere you can go look oh yeah at? the kennedy space flight center i saw atlantis when i was down there did you look yeah. around at it oh yeah they got it hanging <laughs> in a museum it's really cool That's really big. cool okay so you've done that yeah i did that in february would you take your group oh yeah yeah the whole the whole kennedy space flight center is really cool now is this mm-hmm. one long seven day vacation and yeah. y'all hopping how, all how do you get there? it all in yeah cause well that's what of- i'm saying I, I don't think you could do them all back to back you'd have to go you know, you might you might plan it out. Let's just say, for example, over a year, and you go one weekend a month. We're going to go on one of these trips, and then you get on the ones you want to go, or you don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. You kind of spread it out. Yeah. So I, I think that would be cool, though. I a see. year of science. Oh yeah, science. Well, are you trying to get involved in that? I'm in, yeah. Where would you like to go? Tell me a place you'd like to see. Well, I checked out Hoover Dam. You guys remember that? I rode my motorcycle across the dam. You did, right? I rode my motorcycle. I forgot about that. I knew one of us went to Hoover Dam. As far as a high-tech vacation, where would you want to go that you haven't been? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, you named some really good places there, Bubba. So, uh, man, Apple, the Apple headquarters, honestly, I think would you got to cool. start at Silicon Valley. I've never yeah. been yeah. to Silicon Valley. I've never yeah. even I'd I'd, like to say that. Well, I've been to California once, but it was Northern California. Maybe if you just say Silicon Valley and then you try to get into Apple, maybe get into Google, Google, Google yeah. or, yeah. Yeah. or some of those places. I'd like to see where they make chips and things, too. I think that's interesting. Yeah, See that mass produced. Oh, you mean like going over to uh, where they make tostados? Lay's. <laughs> Don't you worry Golden about Flake. Y'all went to Golden Flake or something, didn't you? <laughs> we did go to Golden Fritos. Flake several times. <laughs> what, what if I told them we're going to see chips being made and they're all ready to carry them to Golden Flake? <laughs> We've been there. Bye-bye. We've been there. You don't want to see how Portuguese are made. Top yeah, ten, good. top ten tech destinations. I did a quick search. Give them to me. All right. One is the Computer History Museum in Mountain View, California. Uh, I don't know that, but we'll certainly put that down for consideration. No, Te- the Tech Museum of Innovation, San Jose, California. What is that? Possible? Huh? These don't sound. Are these, these the top fun. ten in the country? The Tech Museum of Innovation. Yes. This doesn't sound fun. 
Living uh, Computer Museum, Seattle, Washington. No, this is – they get off his list. Yeah. Boeing Factory. Bubba's yeah, no, Boeing cool. Factory would be good. Okay. I'd like to see the rocket factory. The, uh, the Cater, I'm say, we have rocket launches are the now. ultimate tech. Well, could we not say rocket launches are right. the ultimate it, tech? The Center for Computing History, England. Okay. This sounds like a lot of computers. The yeah. Intel Museum, Santa Clara, California. The Intel would probably be good to see. That may be where we go mm-hmm. to see the chips being made. If Golden Flake's busy that day. That's right. Right, right. Kennedy Space Center. Of course, oh, you yeah, want, you're that. all about that. International Spy Museum, Washington, D.C. I've been there. It is excellent. I would put that on the list. I want to go back and see Easy. that I'd like that. Easy. <laughs> Right, you jumped up. Mm. That was huh? good. Oh, I just went there in February. It was right. good. You fired up, weren't you? I enjoyed it. I bet that was. Good. They had to. They had to push me along because I was spending too much time in each area. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Yeah, mm. I got in trouble. That guy. Wow. Well, I was reading everything. Sure. It was like traveling with Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> was that? Was that? What was number got, one on the list? Uh, number one was the first one I read. Oh, okay. You went down the list. Okay. Yeah. And so we got on this topic because what blew up at Hoover Dam? Transformer. Transformer. Oh man, I hope it wasn't Bumblebee. Okay. Uh, Hopefully it was Optimus Prime. So you got to know, right. know the Transformers today. Hopefully it was Optimus Prime, not Bumblebee. That's a good I one, love Bumblebee. Yeah. We'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba. So I'm so up. sorry. That was really bad. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, and, and finishing up when we were in the break, um, Bubba, are you going to uh, put in a bid for Buzz Aldrin's jacket? No, probably not, Rick. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'd love to have it, but uh, mm-hmm. I saw mm-hmm. the price. They uh, they think it's going to bring about two million. So it's not a dollar twice. No, it's not a dollar twice. It's right. a lot of it's dollars many many times. So two and, million dollars. Uh, of course, Greg immediately said, "Now, how do we know this is a jacket?" Well, was I'm in space? just curious how they. Yeah, get well, let's say it was. Let's there was a there's a picture of him wearing it in okay. the lunar module right after they got back in or yeah, something. It wasn't the one outside. One. It was the one he was wearing inside. Yeah, right? I think so. Yeah. What space is that number, Bubba? Like you see this jacket and it's available. Is it twenty grand? And you go, well, okay, I may do well, that. Well, what what is the? You know, I'm I'm not. Uh, I, I guess it's just what everybody likes to do, and I like collecting things, but not at that level. Okay, you know? mm-hmm. Greg, but your point is, I'm sure there's multiple jackets yeah. for the space program that look just like that. Sure, <laughs> especially some well, pen is, he was talking they, about. Earlier. They've got a picture of Buzz giving it, to, bringing it to him. So do you just Bubba, look? Bubba. Hey, do you just look for joy and just rip I, it? I'm just saying, just if I'm gonna drop it, that. Kind of money, I'd like some kind of assurance. I don't know what Greg it is drawn to joy. Like That's why a, I don't like memorabilia. North end of a magnet <laughs> right. looking for South. That's know? why I'm not big on memorabilia. Can I, I ask y'all a question? All right, first of all, because there's supposed to be a, a writing pen that he used. Uh, yeah, to, it was the pen that he used to uh, to keep the circuit breaker in for the uh, for the ascent motor because he broke it with a backpack trying to get out of the lunar module. Uh, what do you think, Greg? You think that's the right Rick, pen? I got a box full of them pens. <laughs> <laughs> is it a NASA pen? Yeah, it is. But so there's Buzz. Look at him. You know the original. He gave it to some woman. Yeah, you're uh, right. Oh, I hate yeah. the original. He had multiple. <laughs> he had multiple. He probably gave him all kinds of women. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. He's been crazy. Hey, you want to wear a space jacket? Would, would, you, would you like you, to wear the jacket? Do you like to wear the jacket? It was in space, we think. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me. Can I have it, Buzz? Well, we'll see. <laughs> Greg, let me well, ask you I, this: Do you do you think it's cool? Any, just anything. It could be any object that it was on that and went to the moon and back. Yeah. You think that's yeah, I like that. All right, I want to ask this question, and we don't know the answer. I'd I, like to be the one that got it out of the capsule when it came back, so I knew it was it. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and tell you one thing, I'd say, Buzz, hand me the pen right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me that. Uh, uh, before you do something. Is that, is that, Buzz, is that the one it's that in the pocket of your jacket <laughs> right now. Hand we, it up. we need that pen since y'all didn't get stranded on the moon. All right, so how right, in the memorabilia world, which you said, and none of us, anybody here big on memorabilia? It doesn't sound like we have anybody. Not really. Well, t- some, but not at extreme cost. 
Right. Mm. But anyway, so but here's the thing, and this is going to be an <laughs> two I, million I can, is extreme. But listen, yeah. I'm a, I, can, I bet you Greg's number is high too. I bet <laughs> it's high because we know it's true. Just as sometimes it's you had to take people's word when they say that because there is a process to validate it. Mm-hmm. But still. Hey, I mean, there's two people in this room that gave and no money. Greg, don't gave a guy a signed don't picture that to this day he thinks was don't. really signed by that person. Greg, stop. Greg, cut cut his mic off. What, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Greg, be quiet. statute of limitations. No, it Grow up. It's fine. Us or him? All right, listen. Go back. to unplug it. Your button not working. Go back to this what percentage of, of memorabilia that people currently have in their office or in their home or in some case is bogus oh i'll say 80 percent of it, oh, I knew it. No. He said 80 you said, said the number 80. would be high i, I, would, I think about 15 to 20 y'all act like people won't do that no, i will no, but give not you 40 i'll give you 40 percent. I'll, I'll, I'll compromise 65 <laughs> wow I think forty is high, but but I but, do too. But unfortunately, no, no. I just mean I think there's that much of it that's bogus. Yeah, I'm not saying your numbers wrong. I think Bubba's. I think Bubba's close. Fifteen, twenty percent like is probably higher. And, and I will get. That's why I gave Greg forty because I think it falls somewhere in the middle. <laughs> but to your point, who knows? I believe that, know. I believe there's memorabilia that people brag about right now. <laughs> And I would say that thirty percent of it is bogus. Okay, I wow. bet there's a fake Honus Wagner out there somewhere <laughs> that somebody paid just millions Probably. for. Well, there's some yeah. things you can't. I mean, it'd be hard to verify. I think the the collectors uh, and the people who sell that stuff go over and beyond now to try to prove that it really is what it is. Yeah. But f- some things I think would be easier, like say if I wanted the original Batmobile off of Batman, and I'm gonna drive it around. Well, you go well, that's it because it looks just like it. Even if they had two or three, it wouldn't matter because it was a pr- pretty cool car. Right. Yeah. W- w- would you be okay with driving one, though, that Adam West never drove? Yeah, as long as it looked like the Batmobile. So, somebody just made it somewhere and it looked like it. You'd still be yeah, okay. The original. So yeah. if you had a General Lee, <laughs> right. you wouldn't care if the Dukes drove it or not. Yeah. I got. Ha- I just got to have something. Something had to happen for me to want it. <laughs> I don't want cleats you had in your locker. I want some you want. There it is. <laughs> People that are big about watches uh, talk about the Omega Speedmaster, which is the watch that uh, they took to the moon that they wore on that mission. And Here we go again. Would you be okay with buying a three thousand dollar Omega Speedmaster, or would you have to have the one that Buzz Aldrin wore? I'd have to have one that was worn. Okay. Yeah, I think it would obviously be more valuable if he had worn it because he'd been to the moon. About it, oh, yeah. Let me, there's so many other ways I can figure out what time it is. I'm not paying $3,000 <laughs> for anything. No, no. I was just how talking about, about a, How about a moon rock? Would you like to have? Uh, I'd, that'd I'd be cool. Rock. Yeah. Greg. I don't I'd think like you'd buy them. How many moon rocks Greg. are bogus? Got it from the oh, creek. a lot of fake space them. I saw them all over. I saw them all over Hawaii. When we were up there at the volcanoes, they were everywhere. Yes, yes. They look just like moon rocks. So how many of those are bogus? Some, I, I tell you what I would like lot. to have is uh, maybe an asteroid that had, had hit the Earth. You know, that would be cool to have. Especially yeah. maybe a famous one like the one <laughs> yeah. that hit the lady down in uh, Oak Grove. Where would you put it? Where would you put it? Thank you for this. Would it be Elsie. inside the house or outside the house? Yeah. What do you mean, inside? Or you keep it inside. Well, I'm, I'm how asking. How big is it? I mean, I, I don't know how big it is. Well, I don't know. you got a room. If it's a golf ball to... 
you know, watermelon size, you keep it inside. Bigger than that, probably have to go out. Right. Well, that's what I'm getting now, at. Because okay. you wouldn't have does, a table to does, set it on. Does it get a monument that explains <laughs> what it is? Oh, yeah. Does it get yeah. a plate? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So it's in your the own world. world. In, okay. in the meteor world, and this lady falls in this category, if you were hit by it. Yeah, this is the only had, one ever documented. And, and you had it. Right. This, I, Hey, I'm not lying. It hit me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would yeah. you want it? Came right through if the roof. If it hit me? Yeah. Yeah. What if would you want it to hit somebody else? If I if I lived like close to them, and I, I would like to. Let me let me clarify. Let me no. Let me clarify this. Let me clarify this. I would like to have a piece of the Hodges meteorite I, today, wherever it is. I think half of it's in the Smithsonian and somewhere in Alabama's uh, uh, museum. They've got one, and they split it up. It went to several. I, how about places. this, I'm gonna make a note of they that. They had for a fight. Birthday. Hey, they had a fight about who owned it because the people living there were renting. I thought so it was Mr. The, Hodges. The, the person that hit thought they owned it. The person who owned the land thought they – I mean, it was a whole whole big old nasty deal about whose it was. I've I mean, got an inside track to get you an autographed picture of Alan Shepard. How would you like that? <laughs> With the you know what? I met Alan Shepard. Oh, we talked about that. That didn't go well. Well, he was uh, pretty focused. <laughs> He wasn't big on Rick and Bubba humor at the no, moment. No, he wasn't. Anything, you know what, Greg? It was that focus that made him a great astronaut. Not a great person. No, no. Now you offer him a drink. They said he'd go with it. We read an article about that. Not all that fun loving get the space and rocket soon. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out A. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.